Emily, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> Anna <laughs> Brophy, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, sass. I like it. <laughs> Lovely. Well, it got kind of weird and sexual right off the bat there, didn't it? I wasn't doing sexual. I was doing innocent young Ooh, child. You might, you might not have been trying to do sexual. But... Wow. It went there. It's, it's getting weirder. Welcome to Still <laughs> Legit. <laughs> yep, uh, this is the podcast where we review the um, popular culture of our youths um, and see if any of it is still legit. Um, Just on that, we mm. have done... Okay, so this week, me and you have done an entry for a false Eurovision... Which by the oh, time I wouldn't say false. Oh, sorry. An alternative, an alternative Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will have gone out by the time this one goes out. Yes. But our song, we called it. Basically, it was called Three Gloves, Sexy Baby," and one of the lines in it was, "You can be my sexy baby," with a kind of pun that I'm pregnant. Spoilers. Yeah. And John, my boyfriend, found it so disgusting. <laughs> Oh, really? He wasn't into a... The last line. He's like, do you have to say sexy babies? What, when we go, sexy Sexy babies? babies. Yes. And look into the camera. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, so I don't know if you can go back and watch that, but the Showstoppers, who do um, an improvised musical called Showstoppers, they did an alternative Eurovision and we, we are Greece. representing Greece, mm-hmm. repping Greece for life. Um, yeah, <laughs> so if you can go back and watch that, I'm not sure if you will be able to. But um, yeah, we had a nice time putting the song together, didn't we, Em? I had a nice time watching you dress as a Greek man. That was honestly one of, I think, I've got that picture saved in my memory, in, in the my nethers. <laughs> <laughs> I've always gone down well as a boy, you know that. If you ever come to see Anna and I, we when we do a live show, when Anna and I do a live show, she's always the man <laughs> in every sketch. Yeah. And we've tried to change it, but you just do it so well. Emily's just been living out her her sick fantasies. Yeah. No, uh, I do really, I really enjoy playing a guy. Um, I remember the first time I did it when I was in drama school. And... Uh, I was playing Edmund from King Lear, who's like oh, a real he, bastard. Yeah, he's a real yeah. shit. He's a real, real little shit. So you know, a really well cast, and <laughs> and I've got these two sisters fighting over me. Oh, I just bloody loved it. I was like, this. So this is what it's like to just swagger about like you own the place. I actually played um, Ferdinand in the Duchess of Malfi at secondary school. So wow progressive just wanted to throw that in there yeah and i I never played a man again (laughs) (laughs) but you just love swinging your dick yeah i do i do and um you're good at it yeah i I kind of channeled more of a a greek teenager than a greek man in this setting yeah um maybe we'll post a photo in fact we could post a video of that yeah i think we should it's like if eminem um, yeah, it's like <laughs> oh if, yeah, because I bleached my hair as well. 
Oh, yeah. It's like if Eminem was Justin Bieber and Greek. That's exactly what I was trying to go for. Is it? You absolutely achieved. You achieved. The Eminem was obviously um, not a conscious choice initially, but then I bleached my hair and, um, yeah, it's... it's pretty Eminem. It just happened <laughs> so naturally. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to be Justin Bieber channeling Eminem. Yeah, it was so, it was absolutely beautiful okay, work. So yeah, yeah, we'll post I'm glad a video. That came across. It's probably my most nuanced work today. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of nuanced work, let's talk about today's episode. I'm so excited to talk about this. I'm yeah. I'm not sure I'm excited. I'm going to have to just rein myself in. But we are talking okay. about The Waterboy. Yes, the Adam Sandler film. So let's talk about it because I'm dying to... I think but our households had very, very different experiences of viewing this. You've you've seen it before, right? Seen it before, many times. People you were watching it seen it before? Oh, I saw it with my boyfriend and yeah, it was basically a quote along in my house. So you've actively watched it more than once? Yeah, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> Just, I'd not seen it. Oh, and yeah. And I think I've seen bits of it, but I don't, I had not seen it as a whole film. Yeah. And when they came out, like, when we were younger, I, I liked Adam Sandler movies. He plays an idiot really well. And I watched it with John, who realised that he hadn't watched it before. He was thinking of Little Nicky. Mm-hmm. And same cast, same film. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, let's guess the problems we're immediately about to see here. And I don't know if it's because I was watching it with this podcast, the, mm. the, the eyes of this podcast on. I would love to know what I would have thought of that a few years ago. But let's do a synopsis because that's yeah what we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's me. Okay. So Adam Sandler plays Bobby Boucher who is a 31-year-old man with social difficulties, doesn't have social skills, presents kind of like he has some kind of Asperger's, he's on the spectrum Mm. there somewhere, but Mm. that's never kind of uh, gone into. He is the water boy for his for a football team that are doing very well. He gets fired. He tries to be the water boy. Is that a thing? What is, is a water boy a thing? You know what? We probably should have looked into that. We probably should. Um, but so he gets fired. He goes to be the water boy for another team, but ends up being drafted onto the team. He has a really hard time. And um, do we need any more synopsis? He has a hard time, but ultimately, well, I think wants to make friends. But I think there's this whole element of um, his mum is incredibly overprotective of him. Yes. And he's trying to go to college and go to football. And he's kind of yes. doing this kind of behind her back. All behind her back. Yeah. So it's a grow, growing thing for him. And he, you know, has some love interests and so on. But also the letting go thing with the mother. A coming of age film for a 31 year old man with an overbearing mum. Yeah. Well, what does that sound like immediately when you say that? My life. I was going to come to this later. <laughs> Sure. As a 30, yeah. My mum is not overbearing and I'm not a 31-year-old no. or a man. <laughs> but other than that, very similar. What, what does that sound like to you, though? What film does that sound like to you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know why. Say it. 
31 Forrest Gump yes ah yeah oh my I, days that's so interesting okay yeah right yeah because hang on his mum's I mean, not that overbearing though no she's not but in essence that is what you said and I went with it <laughs> <laughs> No, because uh, I, I was going to talk about it, like bring it up later, but it's one of those, you pitch something slightly differently, it turns yeah. into these two different films. Such different films. So this is like the outlandish comedy uh, version of that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very so, good, Anna. Very, very wise, aren't you? You're clever. Oh, yeah. Very stupid, oh, very, but very clever very at the wise. same time. <laughs> I hate it when you do that, by the way. What does that what sound like to you? And I were instantly blank and I'm like, right in front of all these people. I'm not going to be able to think of anything. I'm watching. I should have given all you All these people looking at me and I look stupid, but I got it. That's why I did it. That's why I did it. You did get it. <laughs> does this seem like a good time to just do a little check-in? Oh, yeah. Let's do a check-in. Emily. <laughs> no. Yes. Emily. <laughs> yes, please leave that in. You're right. <laughs> Emma. No. Emma. No. Actually, I you had do. a boyfriend from Halifax once who did sound like that. Okay. He used to call me yeah. Emma. Yeah. I had a very nice encounter with a mortgage advisor at NatWest once, so. You are such... <laughs> If you leave that in, but take out the bit where you said Emma will just really learn a lot about you. Anyway, I believe you're The about joke to... obviously is that, of course, I've never had a meeting with a mortgage advisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lily Weed. <laughs> that is nothing to do with how funny you are. That is just because this little demon is standing on my bladder constantly. Yeah, yeah. You've said, you've mentioned that she's uh, she's getting it's, up in it's your I wish grill. I'd never complained because <clears throat> now I feel like I can't complain. And I'm not complaining. Obviously, having an active child is a, a meant to be a, a wonderful thing. I was boxed left, right and centre all night last night. Aren't they meant to just sleep and shit? Yeah. When they come Maybe out... Maybe you're she... going to get one of those um, useful ones that come out and straight away start doing chores. I hope so, because there's so much washing up. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, that last night was the first night where I've been like, oh, my God. It's not complaining, just saying what's happening. Yeah. But everyone makes pregnant women feel so goddamn guilty. Well, the thing is as well, I know pe- a lot of people that have been pregnant, nobody has ever told me that it hurts so, it can make you feel really sick when they kick. I think maybe we've discussed this before. And yes, we've said, yes, that's because they want you to go and have babies. But then as soon as you tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that happens. And what is she doing in there? She's kicking on the left and the right. She's doing some kind of star jump thing. But I wonder if it's a similar thing to what what you're saying. Like, people don't want to be, especially Brits, don't want to be heard to be complaining. That's true. So they wouldn't say that to me because they're like, blessed be my fruit. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> or they might not want you to think that they're being like, oh God, so I'm pregnant? So I oh. don't know if you know that. Well, I'm pregnant. fully one of those people. I'm, guys, I don't know if you've noticed, 
but I'm pregnant. No it one's really hurt because no one's bloody seen you. No what a waste of a bump! I was so f- I was so fucking excited about exploiting your bump for all the best things. <laughs> what like? Well, you know, free stuff, good service, <laughs> good seats in the theatre. Yes. Come on, man. Buy standing tickets, but then go to the usher and be like, I'm so sorry. Look at me. Yeah. I Always getting a fun. seat on the tube. Yeah. But yeah, let me tell you this as well. Yeah, no, I was going to say, how are you? Like, we didn't, we kind of got onto that without me saying, how are you? Well, I feel kind of, um, hang on, is vindicated a good word? It's a good word, yeah. Well, it depends if you're using it. So... I mentioned I mentioned the neighbours on the last podcast. Okay, yeah. Vindicated, I think is the right word. Yeah. And yeah. the cigarette butts that I found in my veg patch. Outrageous. Yeah. And then I had a message. I had a little message on, on the socials from someone saying that actually they had a similar problem. And what they did was go around and confront their neighbours. And the neighbours denied it which is exactly what I think these neighbours would do and then so they saw it happen in action they saw it come over so they pretended they'd been hit in the face by it <gasps> went round being like I'm absolutely outraged this just hit me in the face blah blah blah, blah. and then whoever the neighbour was was really apologetic and said it was their tenant and um, it never happened again and I was like oh yes is that vindicated yes so, and then they put at the end, if in doubt, lie. <laughs> it's just oh, my motto. My motto. If in Absolutely. doubt, like, thank you, Holly, for that message. Thanks very much. Wow. That's, um, so yeah, I'm all right. I feel, and I don't think, I've, I just don't think I've used the word vindicated. It sounds like a bad word. Well, what it means is that you, you've been proven right. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it doesn't mean that. I know it does. But, but, but people often say it, um, you know, when they're when they're in an argument, so it's quite not. It could be quite an argumentative. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an argument. Yeah, that's what it feels like, an argumentative <laughs> word. But anyway, that's how I feel. So yeah, I'm all right, apart from being punched in my innards. Yeah, by, by the demon child, and in fact, in the scan, what did you see? In the scan pictures. Oh yeah, I saw um, the form of a demon goat. So you send scan. your scan pictures to people close to you and a lot of them are like, oh my God, cute little baby, oh, lovely. And Anna sends me back a close-up of the baby's head being like, oh my God, there's a demon in your baby's head. It's it's there, clear She's as right. day. I'm She's just saying. right. <laughs> it's fine. It's one of those demons, they hang around pre-birth and... <laughs> They'll be gone before you know. She, she's probably punching it out now as we speak. That's probably what's going on. She's mm-hmm. fighting the brain demon. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not going to post a picture. I was just about to say, I'll post it. No, I will not post a picture of it. You can imagine. You know, demon in the scan, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that you're like, no, I'm not going to post the picture because I don't want people recognizing my child. <laughs> yeah, our baby's just <laughs> not being media. on social media. No, <laughs> it's just not fair on her, you know. Or the demon. Um, so yeah, I'm okay. I'm absolutely fine. Are you all right? How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. All right, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> so the water boy. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I bleached my hair, mate. You did bleach your hair. Like, um, you know, and I sort of thought that was enough of a cry for help. Um, <laughs> but no one's taken it very seriously. <laughs> it's because it looks cool. Oh, God, what do I have to do? To get someone to just be like, right, that's that's enough now. It's gone too far. It's and gone helped. too far. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it looks really things. cool. Thanks, babe. Blonde oh, like suit. It. Anna's got very short hair. Short, and now it is very blonde. Is it yeah. blonde? Do we say blonde? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more yellow than I'd like, so I think I'm probably going to go again. But we'll see. Yeah. If it all just breaks in half and falls off my head. Um, yeah, I've got my seedlings all growing. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then I am excited about eating tomato that I grew. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got any tomatoes. I haven't even planted the flowers that you got me yet. Anna sent me a care package and it was the cutest thing. There was lovely herbal tea in there. There was chocolate, which let's face it, none of us have enough of. There were some beautiful <laughs> seedlings. Uh, sorry, the beautiful seeds for flowers. And, oh, it was, and some essential oils. And I cried i just wanted to make you cry mate as they say in the water boy i cried like a 10 year old girl i mean let's get on to it yeah <laughs> you're right yeah the water boy i don't recall how or what the circumstances were of it but it's it's like one of those films and you said um, earlier on that you you know you liked some Adam Sandler films from the past um, I have never really liked Adam Sandler maybe The Wedding Singer Wedding Singer and um, Mr. Deeds are the only ones don't know that one yeah um, but I I remember this film I must have seen it many times there's loads of bits in it where I was like fully quoting along mm. like if if you say to me the water boy, I will start going, Water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember the song. Um, and it all really came back to me. Um, Kathy Bates saying that I love Kathy Bates. Snakes don't have no parts, but if I had to guess, I'd say it was the knee. <laughs> that was my first laugh of the film when she said oh, that. Really? I was like, that's there we go. There's a laugh. Because I started Right from the beginning, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, this is so problematic, so problematic. And I've been perfectly honest, Emily, as I watched on, I was like, this film has aged much better than I thought it would. And structurally, it is, I mean, the problematic bits are unquestionably yeah. problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the structure of the film and actually the performances, I fucking love Veruza Bulk. I think she's so good as Vicky Valancourt. I think she's amazing. She is incredible. Yeah, she's great. She plays it she's very great well. as a performer as well. And Henry Winkler is so great. Kathy Bates. Um, I was like, ah. Oh. And that's why I was like interested about Forrest Gump. Again, Tom Hanks. We have to do like a whole Tom Hanks episode. Yeah, we have to do it whole <laughs> Because you mentioned the terminal in one of our things, which we, yeah, so we'll do a Tom Hanks episode, definitely. 
Um, but yeah, I I was less horrified in rewatching it than I thought, and I actually by the end uh-huh. quite enjoyed it. Yeah, okay, I did. Yeah, I um, I really hated it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, were, there, were, there were redeeming elements. Absolutely, there were. And you're absolutely right. The cast is brilliant. They do it really well. But the story, I just thought was... Uh, problematic's not even the word. I was just like, well, what are you actually saying? What are you saying here? They basically used this poor guy's anger issues <laughs> against him all the way through. And at the end, instead of that kind of being ever solved his mom's like yeah go let them use you in the, exactly the same way but, use that way you say but you say against him and actually i don't i mean obviously that's not a real thing what they were doing. <laughs> yeah it's hard isn't it because but, it's so outlandish that it's, it feels very silly to take it seriously so we should quickly say if anyone hasn't seen it that um, he's very timid um, and he's always being picked on and he was told never to sort of stand up, never to stand up for himself by the quote unquote evil, like the baddie, um, <clears throat> naughty football coach. coach, Red Beaulieu. The names in this as well are really, really good. Yeah, the names are fantastic. Um, Bobby Boucher, Vicky Valancourt, like they're yeah. all really good. Um, so almost comic yeah. book like. Exactly, yeah. Um, And, yeah, so he's been told never to stand up for himself. And when he's then encouraged to do so, um, he kind of becomes really good at tackling uh, in the American football style, which is essentially assault. I mean, it's... It's assault. I mean, American football is a disaster. Well... (laughs) It's just insane. I have something to say on that if this okay. is the right time because yeah. I didn't know this but it was just from watching it with John but this whole thing of bullying and hazing in yes. NFL culture has been at the forefront and something that they're really tackling and there's stories when I was looking into it of the new um, new rookies to the team having to pick up the bill for the whole team or being left with a bill and and getting themselves into debt wow. so they can't pay for anything. They're being hate. It's called hazing. I'd never heard of that. Obviously, assaulted, bullied, and I said to John, "Do you think this kind of addresses that? Then, in a way, it's a kind of bringing an eye to that." And he said, "Nah, it's glorifying. It feels like it's glorifying it." Oh, but really? That's I didn't. Far as yeah. Kind of, I, Do well, you think there's no redemption? They just there's no redemption. They just go, "Okay, you can be our friend now. You're winning for us." Yeah, I mean, I thought I felt like um, the again the bad team, the team that yeah. doesn't ever come round to to that way of thinking was was being shown in a bad light in terms of of because the only person on the other teams. So I would say that in that one aspect it, on the good team, I can only think of these in these terms. So, yeah, good is the mud um, dogs and the other ones. The mud dogs who are the good team is the one guy who's just relentlessly a prick for the whole yes, thing. Just a... And then at the end, he says, I wrote it down. He goes, <laughs> no, Bobby, 
you're the heart and soul of this team. And yes. I'm like, where did that come from, <laughs> yes. though? When so did you decide that? Because the because whole time... Because the whole... No, but he's winning before. He's winning before. But he always makes like, a little mistake and they're like, oh, everything's your fault. Uh, what did you guys do? Everyone on this team is terrible at football. No, only that guy. Only that guy. Only that one guy who is always going, oh, yeah, Barbie. Uh, and Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he calls him a moron and a retard. And, yeah, and yeah. a shithead. No, he doesn't call him a retard. The Someone retard calls him a retard. Is only used, I've written it down. Oh, I knew, yeah, I knew you'd be on that when you heard it. Yeah, no, because I, I was interested as we were going through, I was like, mm, so everyone's calling him moron, shithead, idiot. His mum's telling him, you don't have social skills, you don't do this. His mum says dummy. he's simple and a dummy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's an issue as well. So yes, yeah, so, as I say, yeah, yeah. Um, they come off the bus at this rally, the baddies, and one of them says, uh-huh, yeah. oh, a retardville. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even say it specifically about Bobby. But yeah, it's this really weird thing because he seems to be doing well at school. How's he, he going to, to college? He's 31. Well, he's... I know they frauded the him in, but I was like, well... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, you can go to university if you're 31. Yeah, but this is high school and he's in the class with no, the no, it's, team. Yeah, college is university. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's well, a weird... Yeah, fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, you know, I, I'll i cross that note out. <laughs> because everything else is so plausible. Yeah. <laughs> but to go back to the beginning, yeah. as you say, like, it is, and it is, it does remind me of Forrest Gump, because um, everyone is kind of giving him shit all the time. But he's mm. very kind of secure in what he knows and what he likes and so on. And the reason it's hard to say, like, what is his learning difficulty? Because even though, yes, he does seem to have, like, he seems to be on the spectrum of having Asperger's or something along that line, like, he's autistic. But he's also, like, his mum has basically been gaslighting him for his whole life. Yeah. And infantilizing Mm. him and keeping him... Uh, as a child and it's like yeah. when people are not encouraged to use their hands so then they can't really use the limbs you know because they just have never flexed the muscle mm-hmm. you're just yeah. like well so how much of this because then I'm like is Vicky Valancourt taking advantage of it that's what made me think of Jenny yes um, that, yeah so interesting. Now you've said that about the Forrest Gump thing, I'm like, God damn. God damn, why don't I have this problem with Forrest Gump? And I'm sure the reasons are there, but it's too soon. I need about four days for it. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask something yeah. Something about the Mud Dogs? So yeah. when he joins the Mud Dogs and he is tackled once again mm. and roughed up and bullied. And I'm like, okay, these people still go water boy equals easy victim. Like, you know, water boy with learning difficulties, easy victim. Their coach has had a mental breakdown and their that's their head coach. And the on-field coach is an unintelligible <laughs> yeah, farmer. Yeah, I know. What's up with him? That, that there's, there's no joke. Like, there's not one person that just understands him. No one understands him. They're absolutely fine with that. They're fine with Henry Winkler, who I still can't help but call the Fonz. And they are 
But then they go, hmm, Adam Sandler, easy victim. And I'm like, <laughs> this farmer would be have the biggest wedgie. Also, also of they his are life. the shittest team. They're on a what 40, 40 game so losing shit. streak. And you're like, what are you yeah. so proud about? <laughs> Why are you so impressed <laughs> yeah. with your damn self? Yeah, it's yeah, so exactly. weird. Um, I mean, obviously, a person who is obsessed with water is quite i mean it's quite a farcical um idea you know for him to be like testing the (laughs) ph levels of the the water and so on is quite funny it was acknowledged in the film but my loser brain (laughs) when he joins the team and is playing i was thinking who's (laughs) doing the water and they do You are going to get, you do need water. Why are you being so mean to the person who's hydrating you? Like, to me, that's like such a a huge plot hole. Why would you be so mean to the person who's hydrating you? Henry Winkler was giving you bog water. And I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I just, there was something so, (laughs) I could watch Henry Winkler read the dictionary. He has this gentle sort of, way about him that just seems so personable so like please be my granddad he okay you know when we were doing not top and we talked about mm. paul rudd yes <gasps> i fancy henry winkler can, I fancy can you him. imagine the two of them if you ended up like quarantined with them the q word well i'd be a lot more in a different <laughs> way pregnant Oh my god! Sorry, I have to side. I have to sidetrack, and Go this on. is not fun. You know, I always say sorry for sidetracking, but this is nothing to do. Please. So last week, our podcast was The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. My lovely boyfriend listened, and he was so offended <gasps> that I thought of him as the lion. <laughs> like a proper soul. Ever apologise for sidetracking in such a manner? <laughs> well, I can't wait for him to listen to this episode where you say so much. Trouble. Where you say I'd like to have sex with Henry Winkler, and then <laughs> I think he wouldn't mind. That. No, this is going to really smooth it over. Next episode of Still Legit, where I'm like, I need a new baby daddy yeah. who's left. <laughs> so why was he offended? Why specifically? He said the lion was the shittest one. <gasps> the lion wasn't the shittest one. Weak, and it's because I think he's really sensitive. Uh, but that, those are good qualities, guys. Do I not said. subscribe to toxic masculinity. Exactly. I said this is ingrained in you. The lion is brave all the way through. I also think... Listen properly to the podcast. Yeah. I also think the lion was the sassiest. He had the most sass. I was the sassiest. And I said, listen, even Anna said, Anna didn't kill the lion. She would have, I think you chose to, no, you, what did you do with him? (laughs) I'd tell him. (laughs) Anna will still sleep. If this is about you sleeping with Anna, if that's what this is really about, go do that. If that's what you need to do. Yeah. I'll share. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who I'm sharing in that scenario. Yeah, Yeah. Who would you feel more jealous about sharing? Henry Winkler. Yeah. <laughs> I love him so much. He's great oh. and he's just 
that he does. He has a really sweet demeanour. Oh, what is wrong with us? Why are we obsessed with these, like, limp, dishrag white men? (laughs) (laughs) So, Henry Winkler plays... Coach Klein. Henry Winkler plays someone who's kind of... uh, When we meet him... He's reading a book on like how to coach for complete dummies. Yeah, so and he's talking to the ball, and he's he's in a really bad way. He's in a bad way, and he's had he's had a mental breakdown um, earlier on. When we see the flashback, and this is, I think this is quite a tightly scripted script. I think the 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 afro wearing flashback. Yeah, the afro wearing flashback. And I I did enjoy it actually from a tacky point of view. They've not tried to age them down at all. They're just the two old men wearing 70s froze. It's <laughs> so strange. We find out, you know, what the bad coach did to our lovely Henry Winkler. And he basically just said, I don't want things to get physical, aka I don't want to beat you up. And then took the notebook with the award-winning plays some of this does go over your head if you don't know, like, American football. You're like, mm, a play, mm, yeah. playbook, whatever. A play, yeah. yeah. But, and then he's terrified of him for... Yeah, but I was ever. like, oh, couldn't he have done something worse than just mildly threatened violence? Because... <laughs> yeah, it's such a violent film. Why in that situation is it just someone doing something so lame? Yeah, just coming up and saying, uh, I'm going to be taking that. And the phone's going... No, no, I need it. And him being, mm, no, I'm going to take it. It's like, that's why you're scared of him? Come on. If this was an evening record, we'd have to do a shot every time we said the fonts because it's not fair on Winky. <laughs> oh, better call him the Winky then, yeah. Um, about, the, about it being very tightly sewn, though, there is a scene which I do find questionable. You know when after... Uh, Bobby Boucher's first game and everything goes really well and then they all go to a party. Yeah. There's some people at the party. So, first of all, the coach is there and farmer coach is there. And so I'm like, okay, well, what kind of party really is this? Okay, it's a football party. Next thing you know, the professor comes down the stairs. I Absolutely beaten up. <laughs> who is now terrified of Bobby Boucher. And later on, he's not. Um, and later on, he's not. But he always, I mean, they set up the gag that he always gets. Yeah, or yeah. roughed up wherever it's just a lot it's actually quite a violent film really I mean the game itself is insane so it does make me um, think well actually Mama Boucher is not wrong to <laughs> yeah she hates first ball <laughs> yeah of, and also I said at the end I mean I'd had a drink but I was like why is she still saying foosball? She's heard people refer to it. <laughs> She's learned now. To football as football so many times in the film. She'll literally hear Bobby say, Mama, I want to play football. And she'll go, foosball? foosball? It's like, okay, also, Kathy Bates, absolutely love her. I don't have much in, um, knowledge of the accent um, of, mm. what's Louisiana? Louisiana. But I'm like, yeah. This sounds a little bit more like Ebonics than a Louisiana, a white Louisiana accent. One of my questions for you was, why do you think that they set it in Louisiana? And I think it's actually got. Mm, that's interesting. 
the Forrest Gump might have a similar act, a similar reason. And yes. I don't think it's a good one. <clears throat> I, it is exactly what I was thinking. It, well, I don't know what your answer is yet, but mm, but I think we're on no. the same. It's a very, very good question. because What do you reckon? Well, I, I definitely think this kind of redneck hillbilly living in a shack with a donkey in the bedroom. Everyone's a hick, right? Eating alligators and, you know, foosball and all of that and, and driving on there. You tell your mama this. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, yeah, like you say, is this meant to be like the backwards? Is it, you know, if this was made in the UK, would they have been from Norfolk? No shade, Norfolk. I love Norfolk. Yeah, but <laughs> if we want that kind of country, and, and everyone in the film or the West is country. Do you know what I mean? displayed as, yeah, exactly. And I think you're right. But I, I think, and I've not ever thought this before because I haven't compared it to Forrest Gump, it's that kind of, I can make myself sound slow if I talk slow. Your accent is better than Kathy Bates' accent in the film well that wasn't Kathy Bates that was Forrest Gump so no I know but they're meant they're, no but they're from the same um he's from yeah, Alabama yeah, that s- southern draw yeah yeah um like Cletus in The Simpsons but you're right I I did notice that myself and I was like mm, I don't know enough about it but it feels like you set it here so you could be idiots and and play idiots which is kind of offensive to the southern drawlers of Louisiana well, you know, I think that, yeah, I if I was like, oh, great, another film set here where it's basically just saying that we all eat squirrels and, mm-hmm. you know, that's <clears throat> my name is Earl type yes. vibe. Oh, good call. Good um, good. my name is Earl shout. Oh. Haven't thought about that program for yeah. a long time. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, actually most of the other characters in the film don't have a southern accent. Well, especially Henry Winkler's the only person that doesn't seem to be remotely from that area. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, it's it's a college, right? They're university students and stuff. So, so they could be from everywhere. So, yeah. yeah. But um, I do think, I think you're right. Sorry, I'm trying to grasp for something. That's why I'm sort of hesitating. Just while you're thinking, yeah. I was really happy that I got to see Henry Winkler's bum as well. Oh, I wonder if that was his bum. Me and Adam discussed such this a, peachy a lot. Bum. No, it wasn't his bum. It was too young and cute a bum. But it was such a great, it was such a great moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good moment. Uh, he basically has, um, he says that when he was younger, his mum told him not to get a tattoo of Roy Orbison. <laughs> and then he goes, but what mama doesn't know? can't hurt her and flashes his butt with a massive tattoo of Roy Orbison. <laughs> um, but it's just, he's just, it's like Deputy Dog <laughs> turned around and flashed his little doggy behind at you. So um, I mentioned the, I mentioned the party as well and the professor being at the party. Yeah. There's another quite a big problem at the party for me. Oh yeah. And the the suddenly these sexy girls are really interested in him. Classic nineties team trope, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're really interested in him, and everything he says, no matter how kind of obscure, they're like, "Ooh, yeah." And they're like, "Have you ever been with a guy and a girl at the same time?" <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I was with my mama and Hen- uh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> I was with my mama and Coach Klein. Yeah, is it Coach, Coach Klein? Klein at the same time last night." 
Now, the joke surely would be that they're like, oh, that's... But they're turned on no, by No, no, one, on. one of them's grossed out and the other one's like, you are a naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, she says, you are a naughty boy. Um, You're turned on by his Oedipus complex. I love that. that. Apparently it's happening. <laughs> that was so weird for me. I was like, I don't understand what you think the joke is, but it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. But the appearance of those two girls does double the number of women in the film. Yeah, well, apart from the drunk cheerleaders. Yeah, the drunk cheerleaders. Um, speaking roles, I would say. Because the only yeah. two speaking female roles... I mean, look, that's going to happen. They're all football players. It's very male-dominated. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, because they're all football players, uh, at least in the supporting cast, there's quite a lot of um, diversity um, there's yeah. a really nice um, character, Derek, played by Larry Larry Gilliard. Is he the one that plays the nice guy on on the on the Mud Dogs? Mud yeah, dogs. he's like my mum used to say that as well. Yeah, so he's nice, doesn't really have his back, but you know, is there for him? Yeah, but and later on, kind of goes with the team when they do the visualizations. So we did. Yes. We started um, explaining this uh, earlier on, but now it's really frustratingly yes. vague. We'll, we'll go in a bit deeper. So basically, the water boy visualizes someone who's been mean to him and uses that anger to tackle them. And you, to go back to it briefly, but you were saying, oh, that they're using him for that. But it is not, an, I mean, obviously, we're not psychologists, but, you know, there's something about, um, instead of bottling up. My problem was that they... He has all this pent up rage of people that have been mean to him. And that comes out in this, you know, pure anger and he wins. It's actually really bad. (laughs) Generally, if we go into the real world for a second, just those, yes, we're not psychologists, but just that pent up anger coming out in rage, never dealt with. But then later on, skipping past that, uh, other people start visualizing things. So Henry Winkler visualizes his, the other coach as a baby and so, is it Derek, yeah, did you yeah. say? Derek then does a visualisation to kick the ball. Of a Klansman. What does he visualise? A Klansman? Yeah. And I was like, okay. I kind of I want to be on board with that because it is Louisiana yeah, as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, the one person of... When no one else picked anything to do with race, the one black guy that gets to do a visualisation, of course it's a Klansman, because that's the only problem young black men have. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, that's. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know whether I'm looking too far into that. But at the same time, it's set in Louisiana and... Racism exists. Maybe it's... Yeah, racism exists. Yeah. Why shouldn't he get to kick a Klansman in the head? Yeah, because... Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because because I I find it quite like joyful seeing that clansman getting kicked in the head. <laughs> oh sure, sure. Like my problem positive, wasn't um, with hurting a clansman. Yeah, no, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was. I was like, that's just not fair. Yeah, actually, you know. But I yeah, I just wonder. I know obviously it's not um, a situation where we're t- necessarily thinking about the actual pure psychology of it all and so on. But I'm like, well, he's getting it out. He's getting his he's getting his rage out. Um, but it's I, still there. I thought it was going to affect... Like when when yeah, people started being yeah. nice to him, 
my biggest thought was, oh, I get it. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. He's not going to be able to do it because people are nice to him. Because if that other team wanted to yeah. win, all they had to do was look up and be like, I That's just want true. us to be friends. And he wouldn't be able to find the rage or mm. anything. It just feels like anger is celebrated quite a lot. Anger and pent-up anger and hurt and pain. And also, Anna, I just hate seeing people being bullied. I had yeah. it in Short Circuit too. I talked about it in Chappie. It doesn't just go with robots. I just hate <clears> it. <throat> it stops my enjoyment of a film. And when you've got this character who is... You know, but this is the thing. Adam Sandler it's plays not idiotic. And then this well. is now going back to the sort of heart of the problem of what is Adam Sandler doing? You know, what is that about the character? Because yeah, and how does it differ? Yeah, to yeah. Is because it just not it's okay not for me bad, because like, it's comedy? He's quite smart. He's quite insightful, and Adam Sandler doesn't ever seem to. He seems to be taking it very seriously, like. There's pathos and I mean obviously it's a comedy film and but it doesn't it doesn't feel mm. like Adam Sanders like oh, look if I play this you know he's not um doing that. He genuinely no, everyone else is doing that, but he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but later on in the film, when they're kind of um trying to convince him to go back to play football, because his mum has gone like full gaslighting and has pretended yeah. to be in a coma to stop him from kind of going and doing anything fun. Yeah. Um, the you know one of the fans is like, "I'm not the smartest, most attractive guy, and you're an inspiration." And they only they only sort of brush over it. But mm-hmm. um, I was also thinking about the film that Toby Jones did, and it's based on a real um, marvelous. There we marvelous. go. So Toby Jones plays this guy, Neil Baldwin, who has some serious learning difficulties and he ends up being the kit man for Stoke City. And then at some point he actually plays. So it's very much like um, this storyline. Right, okay. And what kind of genre it's, is that film? Uh, it's a, it was a TV movie, whimsically British. And it's it's a biopic as well, right. I guess. Yeah. Um, because it made me think of of Gilbert Grape. What's he in Gilbert yeah, Grape? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, shit, we should. What when I was angry watching this uh-huh. yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when I was angry watching it, I thought, no, we need to watch things that might actually still be legit. This is not legit. Blah blah blah. This was when I first started, you know, hate in the first kind of third of it. And in my head, I was like, see, we should watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape if we want to look at these themes. Because why is that so highly lauded and this isn't? But it's exactly what you say about. Forrest Gump and with what's it called Marvellous Marvellous and Marvellous yeah I wonder what it is in me that goes this is not okay and I want yeah because and and this is just sort of slightly devil's advocating on that point Um, I'm not saying it's not problematic but is there some sort of not legit uh, bias within us that makes the same way that now Adam Sandler has done uncut gems we're like oh adam sandler he's a proper actor now or when jim carrey uh-huh. does the truman show we're like oh yeah I'm, you know internal sunshine of the spotless mind you did serious now you're a proper actor now you can potentially play well, uh, win an oscar whereas you yes but at the same time i'm like when you you there is something very different in playing somebody with a disability 
is not playing comedy and then going serious. Yes, but when um, Daniel Day-Lewis does it, we think he's an amazing actor. When Tom Hanks does it, we think he's an amazing actor. When Leonardo DiCaprio does it. In a serious act, yeah. actor. And I wonder if it's, yeah, it's because it, it is a comedy. But then I think, because I was like, are we meant to laugh at this character? Are we meant to laugh at yeah. him too? And, and- because I feel like some of the jokes are set up for us to laugh at him. And I can't say that that's different in any other film, like the, with Forrest Gump, for example. I can't say that that's not there. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because again, we're in that situation mm-hmm. where we're like, but are we saying that we want all of our protagonists to be able-bodied, uncomplicated? What, do you know what I mean? Like, But if they're portraying them like that for comedy, then we're at the short circuit problem yes. again. Was his accent be- to play an outsider in the city or was the accent to make him funny? And then we, you know, and then we go into a deeper rabbit hole, of course. You're exactly right. And it, uh, who are the brothers who make the, um, like, something about Mary? Because I know that we're thinking about doing that at some point as well. Uh-huh. But yeah, they I have a lot of, um, a lot of their cast members and, like, supporting cast members are people with learning difficulties. And I think that's because they like they have a lot of people like that in their community. I want to say that maybe one of their um, siblings has learning difficulties or maybe Down syndrome. Does that, is that ringing any bells or making any kind of connection with you? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it does. And <laughs> you sounded like one of the, those TV psychics. Yeah. Then. <laughs> is that, is yeah. that ringing bells? Does that make a connection for you? What does that mean to you? <laughs> I've got a really good sense now, actually. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, but then there's a difference, isn't it? Then we get on to the, well, should should an able-bodied person be playing someone like that for comedy effect? But then, you know, there is also going now into like a whole other rabbit hole. Yes, I'll meet okay, you down. Okay, great. <laughs> there's there's, there's Ooh, also a bit of... Oh, Henry. <laughs> She's really gone full circle now. Um, But I think there's something, um, yeah, there's something about, like, when Tom Hanks plays it, or Toby Jones, and so on and so on, almost redolent of... I don't know what redolent means. I'll put that um, out there. It's almost... I've just learned vindicative or vindicated. Yeah, yeah. Vindicative, is that a word? Oh, no, I think if you give it to Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Always do that. Um Vin Diesel, Diesel, that's it. But yeah, sorry, redolent. redolent. I mean it smacks of um <laughs> of the noble savage type thing where we're like the right, wisdom okay. of fools. Look at Forrest. He's a he's an idiot, but in many ways wiser than Lieutenant Dan. I'm Do you see what you. I mean? Where we're like, look, yeah. this Native American, he doesn't even speak the same language as us. He doesn't even wear shoes. And yet he has the wisdom. Do you know what I mean? Where we kind yeah. of um, romanticize this primitive and simple minded, um, you know, because Bobby 
He's, he'll always tell the truth until someone says it's okay to not tell the truth. He'll always stand up for his mama. He'll always, uh, do you know what I mean? He's a good... He'll fight anyone because he's been told he's allowed to fight now. He's a yeah. good person who like follow, mm. follows an absolute moral compass and is always genuinely trying to do the right thing. Like at no point is he um, duplicitous or underhand without... I mean, he, he does hide no. things from his mom, but he's not like... Uh, uh, vindictive to use <laughs> to use that word I think vindictive's a word no I'm vindictive is vindicative but then is. <laughs> oh shit Indic- indicative of yeah. vindication oh shit thank you oh, title there um, but then everybody in the film is almost a caricature yeah. like what we said with their names it is this comic book you know we've got the sultry vixen Vicky Valancourt, we've got the very overbearing mum, we've got the, everybody's pushed to their extremes of their yeah. personality and I almost feel like that was done as a way of getting away with it. But, I mean, I'll say that it's written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley and yeah. he, you know... Hurley, I mean, listen, actually, when we're talking about problematic characters, I just have to make a real quick, and this is one of those ones that just hangs in my, in my, it's been in my mental space for so long, for so many years. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Rob, the guy who played Juice Schneider. Rob Schneider. You can do it. You can it. do it. Oh, no. You're not Latino, long. mate. <laughs> you're not Latino. Yeah, Rob. you're not Latino, <laughs> and you appear to have browned up in some respect and also then when you say a longer sentence you suddenly are not latino anymore yeah it's he it's all very strange and also i'm like why are you here yeah why are you here what do you serve what's this what are you doing i listen hey rob schneider <laughs> what are you doing yeah <laughs> yeah um i mean i was such a weird cameo. It was, yeah, so, so odd. Um, so Rob Schneider pops up every now and then and just over and over again says, you can do it. And that is at a rally. And then later when Vicky and him get married and uh, the joke is Adam Sandler has no idea what sex is. Yeah. He pops up, you can do it all night long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not Northern like that, but he might all as night well long. be. <laughs> All night long. Um, yeah. yeah. And just then really quickly. Oh, and the... the on, yeah, sorry. On, no, no, on that point, though. Because I, I, like I say, I love Feruza Balk. I love... <laughs> and I was telling to, I was telling Adam, um, I was like, oh, one of the biggest compliments anyone ever gave me was when I was um, a little ute and I used to hang around Camden mm-hmm. Bridge in Camden Lock um, when I was like 15 and fully you know i'd had like red and black hair fishnets pvc skirt leather jacket i had angst guys nothing's changed (laughs) she's wearing that right now (laughs) i'd go we'd go and we used to go me and my friend bea we used to go down to portobello and there was a piercing shop called saints Saints. Okay. I don't think it's there anymore. Not sponsored by Saints, but we'll take it if you still. Oh, it's not there. Never mind. Get out. Get out. Stop listening. Probably dead. But um, yeah, this guy who did tattoos and piercings there 
And we would go down there. Oh, fucking hell. Talk, talk about not legit, Emily. I've probably told you this before, have I? We no, would, I don't think you yeah. have. We would go. So we were underage. You have to be of a certain age, you know, like 18 or 16 or something, um, to, to go and get a piercing without parental consent. But we'd mm-hmm. want to get a piercing. So we would go. And you must. We'd hang out on the pavement. Two outlandishly dressed 15-year-olds or 14-year-olds even. We would ask men passing by to pretend to be our dads. Oh, my God. Did anyone do to it? pretend to be our parents. Yeah. Oh. But did you want tattoos? But you haven't got any tattoos. Piercings, like body piercings. Oh, piercings, like, piercings I got my yeah. lip pierced. I got my tongue pierced. I got my belly button pierced. I oh think... Oh, my God. I think my friend, one of my friends, might have got her nipple pierced in that <gasps> manner. With her fake dad With watching fake on. Da- and I remember, I remember this guy. I remember one of the guys, I think when I went to go and get my belly button pierced. And he was so nice. And I think he just genuinely believed us. Because we gave them... <laughs> but hang on, what was the lie? We gave them the chat. We were like, it's my birthday and my dad was meant to come. And it's my birthday present. He's given me this money to get it done. And then he said he couldn't come. So he said I could just go on my own. But now they're saying that I have to have my parent. And... Could you just come in and it's all legit, like da 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 da. And could you just? It was not. It was not legit. It's like saying, "Can you go in there and buy me a bottle of pack of cigarettes, yeah, pack of cigarettes, yeah. bottle of vodka or something?" But it's, so it's getting all my body parts pierced. Yeah. At, wow. At fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. I have no idea now how that relates to what we were talking about, but I love the story. I can't, I can't believe I didn't know that. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? Can't believe I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's where it came from. Um, when I used to hang around in Camden with my mm. angst and this boy, <laughs> <laughs> this boy said to me that I, I looked like Feruza Balk in The Craft. Oh. And obviously I was very flattered by that because well she's pretty fucking cool in the craft but then as i was watching this <laughs> as i was watching this and she's basically like she's an ex-convict she's gotten out of prison she's super protective over bobby holds a knife up to someone at a rally and as soon as i saw that i was like maybe that's why people <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why i reminded him of Farusa Bulk. <laughs> just the aggression. It wasn't blind oh, aggression. You look like her. It was, oh, you know that girl who tries to kill all her friends in that film? <laughs> oh, dear. And that's why you watched it and you were like, I love this girl. I do love me. her. She's still me. She's great. I think she's fantastic and just a babe. Um, um, who directed. That tit grab. Did you see it? Did you see the tit grab? Yeah. Um, in the scene where all his friends, and that's in air quotes, where everybody who wants him to play this football game so they all win, come and to his mama's hospital window, like you said, the guy goes, I'm not attractive. Yeah. And he breaks down speaking and Vicky Valancourt puts her arm around him. She says, it's all right. And he grabs a tit for no reason. And she's like, oh, and moves on. I'm like, who... Who directed that? Well, that's so interesting. That didn't need to be well, in probably there. the director, but um, like yeah. that's a short answer. But I agree with you. And it's do you remember that time when Me Too was popping off? 
and um <laughs> and Ben Affleck was like being a bit a bit of a holier than thou um yeah like god isn't yes. it terrible all these guys and this um presenter an MTV presenter kind of raised her head and said yeah do you guys remember that time? Oh no, some no. It was actually just a, a random person was like, "Hey, remember that time when Ben Affleck squeezed the, yes, this presenter's tear?" I do remember this. Yeah, um, and she then popped up the presenter. I want to say her name because I hate um, naming. She has a name. Yeah, I hate naming him and not um, her. I'm just gonna type. What are you googling? Tell me what you're googling. Um, I want the words. Ben. Affleck breast grab boob grab uh, yeah breast I don't know why grab, I said okay. bo- um, breast but yeah it's um, well it's better than boob yeah well depends <laughs> depends what scenario you're in <laughs> <laughs> ordering at a restaurant yeah boob yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me um, is the boob dry or <laughs> yeah can, can you wrap my boob in pancetta thank you <laughs> so I just need to I just like to keep a boob of the situation <laughs> <laughs> oh we're so lowbrow come on so ridiculous um yeah uh hillary burton her name is and it was on trl oh. uh so you can you can google that guys if you haven't in fact we could post that um oh can we because i uh yeah i don't rem- i remember the situation but i don't remember that they're, they're kind of she's interviewing him it's years and years and years ago um obviously like 2003 um, yeah, so 2003, she's interviewing him on TRL and he grabs her boob. It's kind of something about like, he's saying something about being her boyfriend or something. And then he just has her, his arm around her, grabs her tit. And ah. it's outrageous. So, yeah. So, um, and she's, there's a quote here saying that she said, I had to laugh at the time or I would have cried. Um and I think, and of course, he, um, these are the things that 2003 Ben Affleck wouldn't have fucking thought about. Yeah. And 2018 Ben Affleck would be like, what? And it's heartening and scary at the same time how much difference 15 years can make. Yeah. And especially when everything, everything is documented now. Absolutely. As we go on more and more and more, everything is documented. And I do think, I know this is, it's not really what we're looking at today, but people don't really have a chance to learn and grow. Your, what you did back then is still what we see you as now well uh, like even in this I'm i like, think that's so true the, there's her boob is being grabbed i instantly if that was a director yeah whatever i don't know you make an image that was so many years ago do we forgive people because yeah. it was a different time or do we hold them accountable that was yeah that was 22 years ago um and it does what was 22 years ago uh, Sorry, I've done my maths. No, I haven't done my maths wrong. 22 years ago, the film. Oh my God. I thought you said this Ben Affleck thing was in 2003. No. And then I thought I'd fallen asleep for too long. (laughs) (laughs) Lockdown had been going on a lot longer than I thought. Oh God, can you imagine? No, I can't. If we were like, yes, 2022. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I, I think that's really interesting. And I'd actually quite like to do an episode just about that. Okay. Because I think you're you're exactly right. And I think going forward, the difference will be 
whether or not we allow men, because let's say it, let's just say it is men. Uh, <laughs> and my drama. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because she got into trouble for stuff she said in the past as well. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So, sorry. There's, plen- there, there's plenty of not men. There's plenty of well, not all men, just, but mostly men. I was just taking the opportunity to say Hashtag mostly men. men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to take this opportunity to to own their wrongdoings, their past wrongdoings, and learn from them now, rather than create that kind of litigious and... Um, and quite scary world where if you fucked up back in the day and it comes to light, you're going to pay today's price for it. But then I wonder if Ben Affleck would have realized he'd done that had someone not said, excuse me, you you should do this. You're absolutely right. It's kind of both, isn't it? Accountable and forgivable. Account, yeah, accountable. But what I think it will make all the difference is not to do like the Dustin Hoffman. What? No, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. She's a liar. No, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Or the space. If if I did do that, I mean, it doesn't sound like something I'd do, but if I did do that, obviously I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even Affleck's response. What was it? Was, um, he, he said something like, oh, for fuck's sake, where is it now? Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, weird, huh? He said, um, I acted inappropriately towards Miss Burton and I sincerely apologize. So, you know, that's good. That's an apology. Um, However, I think there's something else. It's a big growing learning space, right? Mm -hmm. We're still learning. We're getting, we're waking up to certain things. But it's the ability to go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. That's so inappropriate. That must have made you feel so bad. And I did that. And I didn't even think about it. I'm so sorry. Rather than kind of saying I acted inappropriately towards Ms. Burton. Oh, suddenly I'm Ms. Burton. My lawyers have crafted this statement for me. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh God, Hillary, I'm so sorry. I'm here if you want to talk about it. Yeah. Do you see what I I mean? I absolutely do. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable space, but if we keep going, we will rip you to shreds unless you can answer to um, this thing that you did 20 years ago. We're going to mitigate the space where people can actually admit they did something wrong Mm -hmm. and learn from it. Because they'll just go, no, 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 I didn't. No, never, no, never, no, never, no, never. Because otherwise the, you know, there's obviously a big distinction between that and Weinstein. So but I wonder then if we come back to the film about that, is yeah. it that is it that we forgive Adam Sandler for making this movie, or is this just the tit grab thing? Because oh, you I mean, really you enjoyed it, and I think that's cool, and I definitely see the fun in it. But I'm like, mm, would I would be really interested to sit him down and say, look, Adam, um, don't mind Henry; he's just putting his clothes back on. We've had a hot hot sesh. <laughs> while you while you while you've popped round, I do want to know: Would you make that film the same now? And also, I know that you've made your big your big movie now, your big serious movie. But if you were making your Adam Sandler movies, mm. would you make that? I wonder what he'd say. Maybe I'll ask him on Twitter. 
And a yeah, picture of I mean, me with a t-shirt saying it was a different time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think we're not um ideally placed to answer it no. because um again, we're in that situation where I'm like what do people who have uh learning disabilities or work on behalf of people with learning disabilities feel about this movie he is the hero yeah he is um and and he also he kind of achieves it like he takes his gd he gets married like no one is like he does what um, and this is really in air quotes normal people can do yeah but he's not um apart from his can do what his um his mum seems to be the one who's mainly limiting his his sphere and then when he gets out into the world weirdly people aren't like you can't you can't have a girlfriend because you're this or he is not um particularly questioned but he is I don't know. It's another short circuit too situation again. Cause I'm like, I think I, do you know what I think it might boil down to? It's too much of an amalgamation of things of, of, you know, he's got a stutter as well as mm-hmm. having, um, symptoms of Asperger's. It seems it's not as well as investigated research disability. Is it? Yeah. It's it's kind of like, oh, imagine if this 31-year-old guy who has special needs, mm-hmm. general special needs, you know. Um Yeah. But um but then I'm I'm I wonder, you know, I do wonder if, if there might be people who are like, Yeah, I used to show that to my son who was like this and like that and it really helped him. Well I watched I sorry, I didn't watch no, I, I read know. an article that was just by one person from a, a it's like a disabled community forum about the water boy and uh <laughs> it's quite i mean it it was a very interesting blog but at the end it was like well it was really funny but in my opinion a bit harsh that was the review <laughs> i was like right well i'll take that i'll take that and i will run with it um, but it did it did say some interesting things, just mainly what we've just said there about it. What is it? What is this disability? And uh, like you say, an amalgamation of so many things that don't quite add up if it was that, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's his mum that tells him he can't do things. And his dad at the end, I think that's quite a weird, it's a comedy choice to make this guy completely boss-eyed. He's the same in that he has the same kind of afflictions he turns up at the end yeah and is it that, oh people with disabilities make people with disabilities i, I th- thought it was a bit of a it felt a bit weird mm. of a weird dangerous choice and and something that was done just for comedy oh look his dad's really simple too yeah, well, it's something as well to be said for, um, you know, where Adam Sandler came from, like SNL and stuff like mm. that. And, you know, that is, those are characters, characters you know, yeah. they're, they're big, blousy characters. Um, and actually, I just probably want to stop you there and say the word blousy is a very good descriptive word. 
<laughs> and I will be using it. It's good. Blousy Vindicative. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's my stage my name. My drag king name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, they I are would... all massive characters, yeah. Yeah, and I was just looking at... Um, it's weird because people haven't stepped back from the film. No, they haven't. You know, it's not a film that has... Um, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me be the the pioneer. I'm just having a little look. Well, yeah, at... weirdly, when I was when I was having a look, I'm like, Waterboy uh, reviews, problems, you know, trying to have a look at stuff. And there's not really, like with other films, like when we did Knocked Up and I had a look, boom, 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 there's all these opinion pieces. There's not really any on this. Yeah. So um, much. The the Vice revisited it. I know that, but I didn't read the article. But that might be, you know, just because it will be something in 10 years' time and they'll be like, oh, my God. And everyone will say, there's still legit girls did it first. Pyong, pyong, pyong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I think it's... um. Well, let's just, let's just get down to it. Yeah. Like, legit or not legit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say it's not legit. And that's not even because of the obvious problem of an able-bodied person playing somebody with an unidentified amalgamation of learning difficulties that is bullied. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stand up for me by the what we hold it up to. I think I was like, oh, all the women, like one of the women is women is overbearing. One of them is this. I mean, she's brilliant, but sultry vixen uh, who's referred to as the devil. I don't see her sultry vixen she, at all. But she's all... Just out of interest. Well, that you, said that, her, you said that before. That scene with the mum. They're at the barbecue. Oh, yeah. The, I, saw, I, I see that she's And she's having, like, like, this standoff with the mum, but being really inappropriately sexual. Oh, I find that really sexy. I do that. Leaning across him. This is the man and his mum. Yeah, yeah, but in but in my see, yeah, from my view, that's because I'm like, you're hurt, Anna. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, it's Adam's mom, but um... <laughs> I would love. <laughs> Adam, are you going to finish your dinner? I like it when it doesn't finish his dinner. I get to eat it <laughs> off his lap. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. I can't sorry, be sexy. I tried. That was it. Uh, I'm sorry, but if anybody does or did see that Eurovision entry, you will know that she's lying. I'm so sexy in that. Yeah. Incredibly sensual. Okay. No, but But um, I mainly took her, I mainly took her as being like a hothead. She's like, she's like a zero to 60 kind of person. Uh, Yeah. In that scene, she's doing that. But I I thought that was her kind of combat with the mum. But I even take myself back on that because that was my initial thought. Hmm. The women, there's drunk cheerleaders, there's an overbearing mom, there's this caricature, like I said, there's such a fiction, but the but all the men are like that as well. So <laughs> everybody is like that, not just this. My heart of my heart's Anna, not legit. Yeah. No. What does your heart of your brain of your heart? Oh, it's really difficult. I think I would be um You want to say legit, don't you? I can tell. Yeah, no, I I don't. I it's more that I would be lying in the same way like with Short Circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you were like, not legit, but I'm going to show my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I definitely spent a lot of my youth walking around going, Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know. Why? And as soon as I saw Henry Winkler, I was like, that's not your playbook. When I saw the other guy, I was like, that's not your playbook. It all just came rushing back to me. Oh, right. I see. I see. Um, I will happily never watch it again. I, but I do think, you know, you you couldn't do this now. I don't think it's still... I still really love the film. It's got a place in my heart. She really does go against a lot of things in my heart. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, God, I'm such I, a basic... I'm not even a basic bitch. I'm just like a fucking 15-year-old boy. Sweetheart, my little 15-year-old basic boy. My <laughs> basic boy. I really want to watch Mr. Deeds now, but I'm scared. Because I've got these stupid eyes on now that are awake. I know, I know, I know. So I think I'll probably have to... I, I don't know what's, how to go down on it, to be honest. Oh! But I won't go down on it. <laughs> ah. Yeah, not not legit, I guess. Not legit. Yeah. You can put the caveat on it. You can put the caveat. Yeah. It's not... It's also <laughs> rude to people who live out in the South. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think... It trod, it trod much more of a fine line. I do think there's a lot of affection um, towards the character yes. from Adam Sandler. And I think that is the thing, you know, that's that's a very important thing. Which brings us, I would guess, to the end of our summation of The Waterboy. That's right, summation. Mm. I'm very excited to know what we're doing next week. I'll tell you what we're doing next week. dun 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 the Little Mermaid. Babe, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, please let it still be legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we already know the answer to that oh, one, baby. Wait. Um, well, yeah. Well, we'll find out, won't we? And I think... Everyone's got Disney I, Plus now, haven't they? You should go and watch Little Mermaid before next I think week. there's... Yeah, I think there are free trials of um, Disney Plus kicking about i've got an idea Mm. so if you're listening to this now knowing that we're doing little mermaid next week why don't you get in touch on at still legit podcast yeah we'll post a picture of little mermaid up i want to know whether people think legit or not legit like straight off the bat right yeah yeah yeah. let's see what people think yeah legit or not legit we'll see what the population (laughs) that's who i'm addressing we'll see what the population the the population of the popular culture (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> comes back with I would be interested to know what people think off the bat Little Mermaid mm-hmm. legit not legit yeah great and as always you can get in touch with us um, via email is it still legit at gmail.com and on the socials we're at still legit podcast always love to hear from you so feel free to get in touch even if it's about something else that you just find doesn't stand up anymore and you want us to talk about it so join us next week for The Little Mermaid and more still legit. Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs>